Welcome back to another episode of All Things Change, a podcast brought to you by the Perform Partners team. In today's episode, we were lucky enough to speak with Tracy Dawson, Managing Director of local manufacturing company, Dale Tech. Today's episode makes for a really interesting listen, and it's great to get Tracy's insights on the current landscape of the manufacturing sector. So on today's episode of All Things Change, a podcast brought to you by the Perform Partners team, we are speaking with Tracy Dawson. Tracy is the Managing Director of an electronic manufacturing SME based in Leeds, and we're really excited to get stuck into this conversation. So Tracy, tell us a little bit about your business, first of all. Okay, we're a, an SME based in, in Leeds, as you said, just outside Leeds. We manufacture electronics, so we put components on boards. That's the easiest way to explain it. Um, Not for consumer type products, but for industrial control type products. We don't um, focus on one particular sector. We focus on low volume, high quality uh, manufacture. We've been around since 1987. So we have a a fair bit of skill and knowledge in the building. Um, And we're on a, a a slower digital transformation than I would like. And, uh, you know, looking for growth through sustainability. Excellent. And we're looking forward to hearing more about Dale Tech as we make our way through the podcast. Sounds like there's some exciting things happening in the organisation. So, Tracy, we're really interested to hear how you're spending your time at the moment, whether that's personal work, extracurricular, anything that's going on. I've had the most extraordinary year and it continues to be. I mean, I, I, I am known for liking uh, pace. So I, I, I like things to be super busy, but even I recognize this is more than super busy. So we have, I've, um, on a, in a personal sense, we've moved houses, we've got engaged, we got married. I've got a grandchild now, completely unexpected because I'm far too young to be a grandma. Um, but, and, and, and equally on a business sense, we have changed enormously. Uh, we've done an enormous piece around digital transformation. So I'm still quite heavily involved in that. Um, and so I'm, I, what am I spending my time on? Everything and nothing. Uh, everything and everything would be better. How does that that feel? And actually, we need to extend our congratulations from the Perform Partners team, not only on your engagement, your wedding, but also (laughs) the new arrival in your family as well. So many congratulations. But how does that feel having so much going on at once after, you know, 12 to 18 months of actively uncertainty? Thank you, Chloe. Thank you for the congratulations. Um, It's it's it's. Very, it is more difficult to balance than I'd recognised. Um, and I think it's, it's an interesting one because I was talking to one of my sisters recently and saying, dear God, I'm so busy. I don't know which way I'm going. And, and she said, I said, you know, I can't understand why life is like this. She said, this is just what life was like before COVID. We just got used to a slower pace, a different way of life. And now it's, it's reverting back. And, and to some extent, she's right, but there's also more to it than that, I feel. And I think that that's, 
about how the world has changed around us. And um, it's recognizing um, your own limitations. And, you know, I'm old enough to know when I'm becoming overwhelmed and when I need to walk out the door. I think the challenge is really about our staff and making sure we can recognize when they're uh, becoming uh, overwhelmed. There's certainly uh, a tiredness as well, a fatigue. I, I can see it in everybody's faces. I can, you know, we sick as in, of course we are. Well, I want to be out meeting people. Um, but also within the staff, you can see that they're tired. This has been a long slog. And, and I think at the beginning of this year, we thought, great, we're out of it. And of course, we're nothing like, we're beginning to learn to live with it. And, and what, I'm, what I try to do is recognize that in people and support them. The bottom line is we're manufacturers. So product has to come out of the, out the building and the only way that can happen is if all our staff are looked after um, so I'm spending a lot more time looking after people I, and I think that's really important you know um, we're looking at hybrid working and flexible working and how can that be adapted to manufacturing in, a, in one word it can't we've got to manufacture on site so it's making sure that we're we can see that and we understand that and how can we mitigate that so it sounds like you've got a great approach to your people, um, given the general feeling overall. Mm. What would your advice be for someone in business, regardless of the sector, who is currently in that similar position to you, taking on an awful lot, given that we're emerging back into a, a world that's quite different uh, mm. after about 12 to 18 months of change? I think... It I'm chair of the Leeds Manufacturing Alliance, and, and it's interesting that I think most business owners that I come across now, and certainly most uh, SMEs, they're tired. You know, definitely a fatigue around that, and, and an acknowledgement that we're looking, we've got to look after our staff, and we've got suddenly this uh, pent-up demand you know, that, that's not necessarily the case as far as we're concerned. There are other issues going on, you know, around um, the global supply chain, which makes it much more complicated. The job isn't as easy as just manufacturing. And I think everybody's finding the same sort of problems. You know, it's just to what degree and recognising that um, you need to manage stress uh, and not uh, ignore it. I think that's when... Uh, problems can arise if you haven't recognized that yeah absolutely I agree with you on that and I think having a great kind of support structure around you whether that's at home or at work yeah a, a problem problem shared is problem halved isn't it so Tracy you've met you've mentioned some challenges that you're facing into at Dial Tech and mm. the way the people are responding so hybrid working uh, being one of them and that being possible in your industry and uh, also the, the supply chain I'm, I'm curious within the, I suppose the last 12 to 18 months is there something in mind that you're focusing on that you need to overcome that will shape your next 12 months is it the supply chain is it the way people are mixing in the office or something else um one of our biggest problems is if we don't get the components we can't manufacture and it's as easy as that. So the supply, the, the global supply chain has uh, hit electronics particularly badly. And, and is it as a result of COVID? I would say not. I would say it's a result of a perfect storm. 
there was COVID, we had Brexit, um, we've had, you know, a big container ship stuck in the Suez Canal, we've had droughts and fires and um, factories in China keep closing down and keep opening up. So th that whole, that has created a massive problem. And it means that electronic components, which whether we like it or not, are now manufactured mainly in Asia. They're not manufactured. This, we certainly don't have any component manufacturers left in the UK. So we're left with a problem of trying to get hold of these um, components and we just can't find the damn thing. So we actually, our team for purchasing now is working. We, we spend more time purchasing and sourcing than we do manufacturing, which sounds ridiculous. It is ridiculous. And in you know over 30 years in the electronics industry, I have never known it like this. We don't see it coming right until the end of next year. Um, because, of course, tier one, the, and, and the other thing that happened was, which seems ludicrous to me, is that there was no uh, foresight as to the EV, what was, there was going to be a massive surge in EV technology and so on. And the tier one are taking the components before anybody else. Um, now, why it's not been widely uh announced in the press there doesn't seem to be anything around that but it's also hitting lots of other you know you've heard about building materials are very short in short supply and and but so my take on that is well that's okay but you can usually substitute we can't it has to be this component it cannot be anything else um and so trying to mitigate that and keep i think keep staff positive when we're in the face of every single job we get in, there's going to be a lot of issues. Um, I think that is proving incredibly difficult. And the other one has always been a problem for us in manufacturing, um, and that's bringing young people in. You know, I, I am a, a massive advocate of manufacturing. I love the fact we make things. I, I can't understand why nobody else wants to do it. I, I, I love going around to manufacturing companies. I love seeing what people do and, and I love what we do, but we can't get the young people in. Now, now we knew that, and, and some of it is down to the, you know, the educators have only ever been educated, so they're not aware of the SMEs in the area and, 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 and what we do. So that's part of what we do with the Manufacturing Alliance is, is put on the Manufacturing Festival to introduce young people. But also there seems to be a change in, um, in attitude. Some of it may be because people haven't worked for a year. They've been paid not to work. So why would you want to work? Some of it is about, no, I don't want to use, why do I want to use my hands? I want to get a uni degree and go straight up there to management. Um, and some of it is just because people don't know, and, and that worries me. So um, part of what I'm doing is the, the new mayor of, of West Yorkshire, Trace Brabin, has put together um, the West Yorkshire Manufacturing Task Force, so I'll be part of that, um, because it, it needs more proactive to be more proactive outside the box rather than my insular world because if I sit in my insular world I'm not really as Tracy Dawson MD of Delta going to you know have any massive effect on manufacturers but 
So we've had two vacancies and I've had absolutely no applicants. We're using recruitment agencies. We've used two, two online platforms. I've used Facebook, Twitter. I've even resorted to the job centre. And we still don't have the applicants. Now, that isn't because we're the worst company in the world. It's because it, it's been seen right through industry at the moment. Yeah, that's interesting. We're seeing a similar trend on, on recruitment. I mean, the level of demand and options, I think, in the workplace post-COVID and, and people's views of how they want to work as well and what they want to work on seems to be at the forefront of, uh, of the change there. I'm curious, aside from the people, are you seeing any trends in technology emerge within your industry? Are, are machines doing more than people? Do you see that coming to fruition within the next? Yeah, machines will do more than people in that. They are robotic, they're quick and they're fast, and they can place these tiny components, you know, less than 0201, which we, we'd struggle to do. Um, but ultimately, you still need people to run the machines. The, so somebody's got to, you know, um, program the machine. They've got to put the components into the machine, into the feeders, etc. They've got to take the boards out of the machine. So, no, I, I, yes. So the answer is yes and no. Yes, machines will do more in manufacturing. Of course they will. And there's a lot more data capture. Um, but ultimately, we'll still need people. The jobs may be different. But ultimately, we will still need people in manufacturing. Yeah. And it sounds like, the, you know, the demands are potentially increasing. You mentioned electronic vehicles, and, mm. you know, the rate that people want them due to various incentives, and obviously the sustainability being the most important there. Um, but also probably the iteration of the Internet of Things and more connected yeah. devices. Yeah. And you're absolutely right, Sean. And um, I think that... COP26 and sustainability has to be right up there on the agenda, you know, and, and in a way that hasn't been, I don't think we've really focused on it on SMEs. And I think there is to some extent, some reliance on the big corporates need to do something first and then we'll follow suit. I'm not sure that's going to get us anywhere really. I think as an electronics company, we will struggle around sustainability because of the components we use. We'll struggle around that. So we have to look at the things that we can control. Can we control other areas? Can we look at greener technology? And that's what, what we're starting to look at is um, where the emerging markets are around green technology, because that's where we want to be involved. I think, you know, as an ethical company, I think you have to have follow the, your integrity and um, not just pursue markets for the sake of the sales, start to look at where we can add value and where we can um, help. And, and that, I, that sounds a bit airy-fairy, but there has to be, from our level, there has to, I, I really feel there has to be a greater focus around this. And one of the ways we can do that is make sure that the markets that we are um, trying to attract and go into our sustainable type technologies. Yeah, that, that sounds good and challenging as well. Certainly for getting people to come on and do the work. Mm. It's, it's a lot to balance, a lot to hold. 
Um, more than more than I think I've seen before. Um, and I think that like anything else, you have to be 100% committed and then not move from it. You know, be focused. That's what I learned, to be very focused on what you want to, to achieve. Because if you uh, look at things with a scattergun approach, then I think I could tell you we're doing electronic, we can do electronics for anybody and we more or less can because that's what we do, electronics. But actually, I think we have to be a bit uh, cleverer than that. And we have to say, okay, the, you know, there's a massive problem around uh, the climate. So do we pretend that's not happening because we're in electronics? And do we pretend that um, it's not our responsibility? Okay, so I'm a tiny SME. Is it my responsibility? Yeah, actually it is. Because if everybody takes the viewpoint that I'm not big enough, I don't have enough, I won't have enough impact, then nothing will change. So Tracy, thank you for that overview on the challenges and opportunities that the sector and Dale Tech are facing at the moment. Sounds like there's a lot of change going on. And of course, this podcast is all about change. So we wanted to ask you what song best represents change to you and why, so that we can add that song to our Perform Partners Change playlist. Um, the most perfect song for me is the Louis Armstrong, What a Wonderful World. Um, and primarily because, you know, we're in, we live in an incredibly exciting time, um, full of challenges, but full of opportunities. And, you know, I live a blessed and charmed life. I'm working in an industry that I love. I love manufacturing. We don't want to be the next virgin. We just want to be great at what we do. And, and I'm incredibly fortunate. I've got a great family. I've got a fantastic network and I enjoy my job. So, you know, yeah, for me, it is a wonderful world. What a great song and a great meaning to back it up with as well. And we definitely echo that, that we do live in a really exciting, exciting times whilst we face quite a lot of difficulty. It's presented opportunities that are exciting for us all. So wonderful choice. Thank you, Tracy. So while, uh, while you're listening to Louis Armstrong play Wonderful World uh, in the background, I wonder, are you reading anything that would be of interest and help others on their change journey? Uh, yeah, actually, I'm reading, or oh, I have read a really interesting book, um, The Customer Copernicus. Um, it's written uh, with one of the co-writers is Charlie Dawson from the Foundation. And what I love about it is um, understanding your customer. And it sounds so straightforward and simple, but in fact, he shows how complicated it can be and how big corporations have got it wrong and how others have got it right by delivering what your customer actually wants, not what you think they want. And that's really interesting to me. I've, I've really enjoyed it. It's, it's you know, it's something we're trying to roll out within Dale Tech. Um, and, and that's actually, as an old company, that's, we tend to just presume and assume. So it's starting to challenge that, the way that we think around that. Yeah, that sounds interesting. I think we'll check it out and link it within the show notes. It brings to mind a book I've read recently called The Mum Test, which is essentially asking, creating a set of questions and engaging in such a way that you get an unbiased answers with the broad concept if you know if I ask my mum about what do you think about my product because she loves me and she wants me to 
do well, she'll say, oh, it's great. It's the best product I've ever seen. If I asked her to pay a thousand pounds for it, there might be some resistance there. <laughs> so it's really tuning into that need. And, and as you say, removing, removing your assumptions and your own biased view, you know, which is made up of what is valid experience, but tuning into that need, which of course drives change. Yeah. And speaking yeah. of change, it'd be great to know what's next for you, Tracy. Um, we're, we're looking to grow the company. We're on a great growth trajectory. We've done a big piece of digital transformation uh, around our software, which is it will start to really show benefits next year. So, you know, I, I say I hope that next year won't, won't be quite as busy as this year, but then actually I hope it is. Who knows what we'll bring? You know, opportunities will come forward. But one of, you know, it's got to be about the growth of Delta, our, our piece around working with sustainable uh, technology. And, uh, you know, on a personal level, continuing to be an ambassador for manufacturing, um, which is something that I love. And if you listen to the press, they tell you there's no manufacturing. They're wrong. There's lots of it. You just need to come and find us. So speaking of which, how can people find you and take place in these events and connect with you? Um, well, I've got a good profile on LinkedIn, if you want to find me on LinkedIn, or check out our website, which is daletech.co.uk, and you can contact me through there, um, or just directly email me, um, my initials, td, at daletech.co.uk. Amazing. Thank you so much for joining us on today's episode of the podcast, Tracy. Uh, we've loved having you on and yeah, we hope the listeners have enjoyed this episode. Thank you very much. Thanks, Tracy. Bye-bye. Thanks again for listening to this episode of All Things Change, a podcast brought to you by the Perform Partners team. I promised you at the start of the episode that this was going to be an interesting listen and my goodness wasn't it just. It was great to speak with Tracy about everything manufacturing and also all of the exciting things happening in her personal life. Be sure to connect with Tracy via LinkedIn, head to the Dale Tech website and make sure that you subscribe, follow and leave a review for this podcast. It helps people find us. Thanks again for listening. Bye.